Yes, brothers and sisters. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to another one of my reminders where we're talking about knowing yourself. So today, very important. So before we talked about istighfar, um, yeah, istighfar and tawbah, and I can't remember now. Anyway, we talked about that and how important that was in knowing who we really are because we talked about how it, in a very strong way and that was the other thing, dua, making dua, how these things really define our relationship between us and Allah because if you don't know the reality of Allah, if you don't know who is Allah, if you don't, if you don't have Allah in your life as we will discover today, you really don't know who you are. You really don't know what you are for. So as Ibn Taymiyyah said, today we want to talk about dhikr and Qur'an. Remembering Allah and especially um, part of the strongest way to remember Allah is through reciting and reading the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is what we want to talk about today. Very, very important topic. And as Ibn Taymiyyah said, that a person or a heart that has no dhikr, the soul that does not remember Allah, is like a fish out of water. So what happens to a fish when you take it out of water? SubhanAllah, brothers and sisters. This is the reality. This is the reality of the human condition. The Prophet ﷺ said that the difference between the heart that remembers Allah and the one that doesn't is like the difference between the living and the dead. So in reality, this matter is actually the whole essence of the human condition. This is what the whole human condition is about, is to remember Allah. And the very, very least dimension of remembering Allah is to acknowledge his uniqueness and oneness. To remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, la sharika lak, without any partners, without any rivals, without making any shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the reality. Because if you are making shirk, you are not truly remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We saw last time how a person who despairs of the mercy of Allah in reality disbelieves in Allah. Because they have not comprehended the reality of who and what Allah is. Of course, I say that no one can comprehend the complete reality of Allah. That's impossible. Laysa kamithli he shay, because there is nothing that is like Allah. There is Allah is beyond really even what we can imagine. But there are some things we can know about Allah, and there's some things we must know about Allah. And there's certain things that the human mind can comprehend, and there are certain things that the human heart can understand. About Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, we have some capacity. And at the very, very minimum, the minimum that we need to accomplish is to be able to know that Allah has no partners, Allah has no rivals, that there is nothing in this creation that is comparable to Allah. Nothing in this creation should be given the acts of worship that are unique and exclusive to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nothing in this creation 
should be compared to Allah in his names and his perfect attributes. So if we ascribe or attribute or claim that some created thing has some of the power or the knowledge that belongs exclusively to Allah or any one of the attributes that belongs exclusively to Allah, then we have made the creation in some way equal to Allah. And that we don't know Allah. We can't claim to know Allah if we do that. We've missed the mark. We've fallen way, way short. We have transgressed. We have oppressed. We have done wrong to ourselves. And we have transgressed against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or whoever ascribes to Allah, whoever ascribes to Allah any of the shortcomings or the deficiencies of the creation, then this is also shirk as well, by the way. These people have also, this is as the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, how they underestimate Allah, how Allah mentions this in the Quran. They underestimate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They, they think of Allah in the limited human terms. This is also what leads to shirk. You see, this is also what leads to shirk. Both of these things. So if we don't understand these basic dimensions, if we don't understand these basic things, we can't know Allah. And if we don't know Allah, we don't know ourselves. That's the reality. So what we know from Islam, what we know from the what we know from the teachings of all of the prophets, from Adam until Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, what we know from all of the prophets, this is what we have been created for. So when there is no one left on this earth saying, La ilaha illallah, there will be some people at the end of time. So this is, excuse me, this is after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is after Isa ibn Maryam, has come and established justice on the earth and then Allah will send a breeze and this will take away the soul of everyone who has even a mustard's worth of faith and only the worst people will remain. So these people, amongst these people, there will still be some people who are saying La ilaha illallah and they don't really know what it means but they just say it because they know it's a good thing to do. They know it's something good and they remember that ancestors used to say, La ilaha illallah. And they remember it was a good thing and they say it. When there is no one left saying Allah, Allah, meaning when there is no one left saying La ilaha illallah, that is when the earth, the heavens and the earth will be destroyed. Because that is the reason that Allah created the heavens and the earth. Allah created this whole universe for us, the human beings, to testify to his oneness. And when there is no one left testifying to the oneness of Allah, that the universe will end. That's the end of it. Finished. Subhanallah. So, our whole existence, the re the raison d'être, as they, as as the French say, but it's a it's an expression that some people use in English, probably not many anymore. But the raison d'être, meaning the reason for being, the reason for being. The reason for your being and the reason for my being and the reason for everybody's being. Yeah. Donald Trump, Biden, Macron. Yeah. All of them. The reason for all of their being is to know Allah and to remember him without partners. 
Whoever fails in that fails the purpose of life. They have failed to understand who they are. They have failed to understand the purpose of human existence. And it doesn't matter what heights of intellectual and scientific achievement that they have reached, it is irrelevant. It's irrelevant in the sight of Allah. I mean, it may be relevant for us as human beings, right? It may be relevant for some comfort in this temporary life that we have. But subhanAllah, what is this world? For one who is immersed in the remembrance of Allah, the one who has connected themselves to Allah, the one whose heart and soul and mind is filled with knowing Allah and remembering him, this world is inconsequential. This world means nothing. Whether the world comes to a person like that or whether it doesn't, makes no difference to them whatsoever because they realize that this world is nothing. The only benefit in this dunya is to see what you can take from it in order to hasten you on your journey towards Allah subhanahu, subhanahu wa ta'ala. The rest of it is just a distraction, brothers and sisters. The rest of it is just a distraction. So of the greatest of deeds that you can do, and amongst the things that is the most beneficial for your heart, and it is the easiest thing to do, the thing that is the easiest to do also has the greatest benefit. SubhanAllah. Look at this. Look at this. This is Islam. This is how easy Islam is. Yeah. The thing that is the easiest thing to do, it also has the greatest benefit. And that is to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is to remember Allah. It is the easiest thing to do, and it is the thing that has the greatest benefit. And this has been mentioned in many, many different places. Many times the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has mentioned it. There is, there is no deed that is as beneficial as keeping your tongue constantly busy, moist with the remembrance of Lost. Not. The greatest benefit of this deed, this easy, the greatest benefit of that. Is. Remember me and I will remember you in the 152nd ayah. Yeah. Fadkuruni. Allah is saying if this was the only benefit. Of dhikr. If this, subhanAllah, think about this, brothers and sisters. Allah is saying, 
if you remember you abdullah yes you anjan yes you yeah you remember allah khalid Allah will remember you he will mention you And as the Prophet sallallahu in a gathering of people, Allah will mention you of the angels. Can you imagine that? Allah mentioning your name in front of the angels. How do you do that? Remember Allah. In front of some people. In front of people, and Allah will talk about you. Gathering of people that you are talking to, uh, uh, you are talking uh, uh, to. Subhanallah. Remember Allah in yourself. Inside your mind, in your. Meaning Allah remembers you to himself. SubhanAllah. Anything you need after that. You see? That's probably the greatest benefit of dhikr. Yeah, of remembering. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, very important. Especially in this time, no doubt. Allah bi dhikrilahi. Verily, the remembrance of Allah verily, definitely, certainly. In the remembrance of, yeah, 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 At peace. You, what is this soul? This soul, Mutama. Yeah, this because we live in a time when so many people are depressed. So many are depressed. Why? Because they're hearts. That is why. That is why. That is why people's lives are empty because their their hearts are empty. They are living, but they are dead. Why? Why? 
Because the very this thing that gives life to the heart it's like they're gasping. For breath, it's like water, right? Subhanallah, it's oxygen. It's like being suffocated, but that's what's happening to your heart. You are depressed. No wonder you are miserable. Thing that gives life to the very reason for which you've been created, you are far away from it. And it is so sad. People are so, they will take serotonin. They, how many people will start to remember? Allah, how many people will make that aside for themselves? A certain prescribed a prescription. Subhanallah. So there's nothing we're poor, very poor. They complain. to the Prophet Sallallahu and that because this the wealthy people were getting ahead of them in good deeds they are giving after every prayer after every fard prayer say so many times Allahu Akbar Akbar 33 times. He said, this is better. Better than all of that charity. This is the benefit of the dhikr is really, it is the the best thing. Make dhikr, make istighfar, make Salawat upon the Prophet. So this, of course, making istighfar is a type of dhikr. Remember, it's a type of dua. Oh, Allah sent salawat upon the Prophet is a type of dhikr. You're remembering that Allah loves the Prophet has the power over all things yes so even in the solo of dhikr in fact any good deed is the yeah even the circles of knowledge sitting In the circles of Allah, you know, la ilaha illallah, chanting it all together. Because this is We don't want to make sure that our dhikr
somehow turns haqqadikr somehow become a form of disobedience because if we do it and if we start innovating and bringing some new things into the religion and distorting the religion evil thing we should sunnah and it's very interesting that tabarani he collected a um, Abdullah ibn Masud was in uh, sorry Ab and he saw some people counting yeah counting um, and they said say subhanallah 100 times and they would count these things with stones say subhanallah subhanallah counting the stones say it lives. so this coming in when he saw this he was very upset he was very nice to come out and when he came out he told him and what he had seen saw what was going on and then he said to the people what is this you're doing in cooking pots in which he cooked are not yet broken his companions are still many either you think you're on better to guidance and the guidance a bit they said oh Abu Abdurrahman And we only intended good. I heard the Prophet say that a group of people will come and they will leave Islam just goes through a bird, through the bird like this. This is how quickly they will leave Islam. And I don't know that may be very harsh. You think you're better guide than the Prophet? So he said to them, in fact, he said, before he said, it's better you count your sins. We used to write Allah. Who are you now to start? Innovating and bring something. Sometimes people, unfortunately, they go to the circles and is a circle of knowledge. Where people learn the deen. Where maybe we talk about it, he was revive the histories. Yeah. Our noble history. Okay, so th this, these are the. These are the gatherings. Now, of all the types of dhikr which bring me to the Quran. Yeah, of all the time to read the Quran, the Quran is this speech of Allah is for every whenever you read the Quran, Subhanallah. Every time you you read of the Quran, you. You get rewarded. Ev lam mean. 
That's it. That's the three. Three, three rewards, just a blessing. The Quran has a special quality. That nothing else has. So the reading the Quran has these. Special and beautiful and great. Absolutely it is. It contains. It is containing everything. That we need. Yeah. The better. This is the best type. Of dhikr, alhamdulillah of Allah. If you can busy yourself making your connection with the book, body should read a portion of the Quran every day. It doesn't need to be a lot. Really, a maybe just ten. Or maybe a page or best thing to do is to make it regular, to make it consistent. And do something right of the Quran. Yeah, it's the haq, it's the right of the Quran that you should read it in Arabic because only, to be honest, It is only really important. It is a blessing whether you understand it or not. Don't this and this is another unique thing about the Quran. Right? The another even when you don't understand it, we can't say that about anything else. Right? But read the Quran, there is a blessing whether you understand it. Of course, it is much more superior. And I strongly, strongly encourage everybody not only to read the Quran, but to understand it even better. To learn the Arabic of the Quran, the Quranic Arabic. So that when you read it, you can manage the translation. Then, okay, a translation. And all of this happiness in your life, you will find light in your heart, light on your father's difficulties do not seem like difficulties. You will find that, like you, like I have wealth or you don't have wealth, where you are. Whether you are comfortable or inshallah, it doesn't make any difference to you. Because you'll find this. Try it, brothers and sisters, please. Give it a chance. Please pick a Quran. Read it. And make a prescription for yourself. Make a prescription. Your medical advice. I'm giving you spiritual advice. Yeah. 
Don't think on your nafs. And your aql. If you're wondering why there is sadness and depression in your life or the life. Of somebody else. Okay. And his book. All right, brothers and sisters. That's what I'm. Asking you to do this week. There are many. Go to the Hasnul Muslim. You can. And find many types of yeah to make every day. There's so many types of dhikr. So many things you can do. If it's your internet, right? And look for the authentic ones, and make something for yourself that you do every day this week. Read a portion of a single day and see what it improves your life. I want you. I want to say Jazakallah for joining me. Although I apologize about that, I have really slow upload speed here from my house on my internet. I don't. know why yourself knowing yourself improving yourself being a better human being so until then brothers and sisters assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah